0: I think one of the biggest challenges with sales meetings is that participants typically consume a lot of information instead of creating action item lists and game plans and things like that. So, In this week's episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast, we're going to talk about how you can create actionable sales meetings. My name is Paul Castane from Castane Training Systems, and I'm the author of the YourSalesPlaybook.com blog and your host for the Sales Playbook Podcast. I've personally trained over 50,000 sales reps, sales leaders, and business owners to sell more. So get your playbooks ready because school is now in session. This week's episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast is brought to you by our upcoming webinar, How to Rock Your Sales Team Meetings. It's coming up this week, actually this Wednesday, July 27th. Going to be talking about it at the end of the podcast. If you'd like to learn more right now. If you'd like to learn more and if you're impatient you can't wait to the damn end of the podcast please visit your sales slash sales meetings that rock i want to get right into it today you know there's a piece of advice that i always offer sales leadership when we're putting together their sales kickoff meetings believe it or not right now as of the recording is july and i'm actually already starting to work with some companies for their january and february sales kickoff meetings isn't that crazy like we would be thinking about it now but the biggest piece of advice that i'm offering and i offer it for the sales kickoffs Today, I'm offering it for sales meetings, and I can tell you, you could even do this to accelerate your progress. Now, before I tell you what this bit of advice is, here's the problem that this bit of advice is going to address. I really believe that in the sales meetings, in sales kickoff meetings, heck, even right now while you're listening to this blog is that we we consume so much, right, information. We consume so many ideas that action is typically held hostage. I want you to think about this. How many times have you either come across a tip or an idea or maybe... You've had an idea as a result to listening to a podcast, a blog post, reading a book. It could be perhaps hanging out in sales meetings, but yet you fail to take action. Now, I want to be very clear. I'm not saying this to beat you up. I'm right in the same boat as you. I mean, I think this is the bulk of the population right now. If you're doing this, you're in good company. I think all of us, are guilty to some extent. So here's the advice. If you want to take more action, instead of just consuming, see, because remember, the, the bulk of the people out there right now will listen to a podcast like this or read something or go to a sales meeting or whatever, and they will consume. To me, if you want to get in that rare 1%, Move it from consuming to action. So here's how you do it in a sales meeting. First of all, the first part, and this is like two-part advice. The first part of this advice, you are absolutely going to say, duh. The second part is not going to be new to you. I would be surprised if you haven't heard this piece of advice, but like lots of advice that we've heard. You might not be doing it. You ready? All right. Part one. At the end of your sales meeting, flag one action item. Now, if you're a sales leader listening to this, you want to have each sales rep flag an action item. Okay? Yeah. Duh. (laughs) This is why I get the big bucks being Captain Obvious here. But part two is where you're really going to kick it up several notches. Once you flag whatever that action item is, pair everyone up with an accountability partner, right? From the team. Pair them up. You know, and by the way, many of you, especially you health nuts out there, you've done this at the gym. You have a spotter there. What happens when you have a spotter there? Guess what? You do more reps you're gonna accomplish the same thing by having an accountability partner now here's how it works first of all you pair up okay that's simple enough next you share whatever your action item is and of course put a timeline on it timeline On it. So here's how that might sound in a sales meeting. Say everyone was talking about um, going after a particular vertical and they shared some ideas, okay? And let's just say one of the ideas was sharing other success stories that you've had within that vertical. Okay, I like the idea. I want to go after people in a certain vertical using that particular tactic. So the way this action item might sound is that, okay, let's just say today is Monday. By Thursday, I'm going to approach half a dozen companies using that tactic. All right. I mean, yeah, I could be more specific than that, but you guys get the gist of what I'm saying. But you see, I'm not just writing this now. I am sharing this with my accountability partner. All right? So next thing that you're going to do each week, you're going to have a quick five to 10-minute call, and you're going to review the action items. Now, here's how that might go, right? How that call might sound. Let's just say I'm speaking with Melissa. She's my accountability partner and vice versa. I call her up and I might say, hey Melissa, you know, last week when we spoke, you your action item was this. Could you take me through your progress with that? What steps did you take? Right? And we do the same thing back and forth. But here's the thing. You ready? Now this is the part that I think is essential because there there is a bit of a knack to doing this the right way. You absolutely have to call out the bullshit excuses. Seriously. This is best when it comes from a peer someone else that's right in the trenches it's not like you know sometimes people like to bullshit their bosses because you know it's been forever since they were actually in you know in the fight and they don't know really what's gone but you try that shit on one of your peers somebody that's out there and they're gonna they're gonna call it out so you want to call it out but you ready for this and and pardon i i don't even want to say pardon my language if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that I'm not uh, appealing to the churchgoers here. I'm going to say that, yes, it's important to call out the bullshit and especially excuses and and stop people dead in their tracks, but you can't be a dick about it, right? This doesn't give you a license to be mean or cruel. I do believe tough love is, is essential at times, especially when you're dealing with people like us who have egos and you know like we're just not used to people saying i'll cut this shit already i mean i you know come on man you had an action item that was the equivalent of freaking tying your shoes every morning and you couldn't do that five minute task so That's what you want to do. But really, on the other side of this thing, and there's a lot more to being a good accountability partner, you want to also help them brainstorm solutions to challenges they might be having. You could also, if you want to be a really good accountability partner, be on the lookout for resources. So if somebody flags something, and let's just say they flagged an action item, maybe to work on their time management skills or whatever, I mean, why not do a little background work for them and maybe find a blog or a podcast or uh, a book or something that they could read to get better at it or just something. I I like to start kind of simple before you ease into and just kind of ease into things that might be more time consuming. Just kind of let them dip their toe in the water and, you know, maybe something like find a blog post, you know, five tips on, you know, more effective time management. There you go. Dip the toe in the water, get them going. And if I found something something like that for someone and I was their accountability partner, I'd add accountability in there. I'd say, hey, I found this thing for you. Um, what I'd like for you to do is, if you can, read it within the next 24 hours. See, we're doing, we're, we're putting urgency into the relationship with the timelines, not just open-ended because people aren't going to do it. They get, and it's not like they're it, that we're lazy, so to speak. I mean, we're not. It's We might be. But really, I'd like to think people aren't. I just think that we just get caught up in other shit, right? A million other things start coming by. But what you could do to put that accountability in there, you know, there's five tips in that blog post. And I thought of you. I want you to flag one of them. Tell me which one you're going to work on within the next 24 to 48 hours. And then next week, when we have our accountability call, let me know your progress on that item. You see, again, that the job, again, of that spotter, of that person who's there to push them, also to encourage them, right? Our job is not to just put the tough love in there. When somebody does something, say, hey, that's awesome. Now, something else that you could do with the accountability partner thing, this is up to you sales managers and VPs of sales and chief revenue officers. You can have the same accountability partner going forward. There's a lot of reasons why you might want to do that. But you can also, on a monthly basis, change it up if you have a good amount of teammates. The reason why is that people are going to get different styles in there and everything. And there's even, without going too deep into this, things that you can consider when you're pairing people up for accountability uh, partners. Like, for example, a lot of the time when I do uh, sales kickoff meetings, they will pair kind of a newbie with a veteran sales rep. Now, you would think that the reason for this is to kind of for that newbie to learn from the veteran. Yes, you would be half correct there. It is also for the veteran to learn from the newbie because there are things that the newbie's doing that the veteran hasn't had to do in years, like prospect in many cases. Many of them, they have a book of business, and this new rep is going to have that muscle group. So they can kind of push each other and complement each other. You can obviously, you know, take people where you know that, all right, you know, Nancy is kind of lacking in this area, but Paul is very strong in that area, and, you know, Nancy can actually help Paul in this other area, so let's let's pair them up, right? You could do a lot of that kind of stuff, too, but the most important thing with a lot of these changes that you're making to sales meetings and policies and one-on-ones and even the way that you sell... Um, I just say keep it simple because sometimes we can overcomplicate these things, overthink them, and then what happens? We do nothing, and we're right back to that whole thing of you know the same results as consuming without taking action. Okay, so you know I I really believe that knowing that you have to face someone who is willing to call out your excuses and not let you off the hook i think it it keeps you from slacking i think it encourages action and that's the biggest takeaway today for you is that let's take these sales meetings that we have and never leave the scene of a meeting a team meeting where hopefully We have educational components and discussion and brainstorming we never want to leave the scene of one of those team meetings without action items now how do we ensure that the action items get completed well you could put that accountability partner thing in place now very quickly if you're a sales manager you might be listening to this and say well i'll hold them accountable during the one-on-ones you absolutely can do that and i think you should i think that's another layer that you can add but how about how, teaching them to kind of hold each other accountable in addition to it doesn't have to be one versus the other here so here's a quick review of what we're suggesting this week at the end of each meeting Everyone flags an action item, just one. If if you believe that, no, it should be two or three action items, that's up to you. Again, I, I, I would rather just have one and let them focus on it and just beat the shit out of that one action item, right? Rather than have three that they, they don't get to any of them. Next, you're going to pair them up with an accountability partner. Change the accountability partners once a month. Right, Or you can keep them. It's up to you. Um, They're going to be, of course, sharing their action item with each other. And then they're going to communicate once per week and and hold accountable. Before we wrap up the podcast, I just want to say that you might be thinking, "Hey, you know, it's kind of time consuming to have a phone call. Let's do this uh, through email instead. And hey, how did you make out on those things? You can certainly do that. Um, I think that people can hide when it comes to virtual types of situations, whether it be a text message check-in or it's you know a text uh, or, or an email type of check-in. You could certainly do those. You could you could compromise. And you can have an actual phone call, and then the next time it's a um, it's a text message or an email and it can certainly be all of the above, but I really don't like to give people the opportunity to hide in the virtual world because I think they do we've all done it right so there you have it now this the whole point here and the whole point of this week's episode of the Sales Playbook podcast is how you can move your team from consuming information to taking action before you go if you found value in this week's tip I absolutely want you to join us for our webinar this week it's going to be Wednesday the 27th from 1130 a.m. to 1230 p.m. Eastern Time if you can't make it I want you to sign up anyway why because I record them, and I'll send you the webinar replay. We're going to be addressing a lot of important things in the meeting. One tip that I think alone is worth the price of admission, I'm going to be sharing advice that my Navy SEAL brother had given to me that I've used in my approach to training sales reps for two decades now. And it really is going to help you uh, have your team level up their level of badassery. We're going to talk about topics that you should be discussing in your sales meeting. In fact, I'm going to be sending out a bonus PDF with 10 suggested topics. Here's an oldie but a goodie for you. How about, how the hell do you handle somebody who's either long-winded in a meeting and won't shut the hell up, or these tangents that are just sending the meeting into overtime? How do you handle that without being what experts refer to as a dick how do you how do you do that? So we have lots of things we're going to be covering in this webinar. If you'd like to learn more, please visit yoursalesplaybook.com slash meetings that rock. All lowercase letters, all one word, your salesplaybook.com slash that rock. With that, I'm Paul Castain from Your wishing you an incredible week ahead. Go get them. The Sales Playbook Podcast is a Castane Training Systems production. Subscribe to our sales newsletter by visiting yoursalesplaybook.com slash subscribe.